Orgasmic Enlightenment, where the sexual and spiritual come together. I'm Kimanami, and I'm a holistic sex and relationship coach and a vaginal weightlifter. In this show, we explore all things intimate. I believe that our sexual energy is life force, creative energy, and we can use it to shape our worlds, strengthen our relationships, and self-actualize. I blend the most avant-garde information from neuroscience, ancient sexual practices like Tantra and Taoism, to renegade wellness modalities to show you how to create gourmet sex in your lives. Come one, come all. Why is sex censored? More than any other thought, activity, or concept, sex is the most censored of them all. Why? Why do people go to such great lengths to censor sex? Is it really so dangerous? Well, actually it is. A sexually awakened and self-realized being is very dangerous because they know their own truth. They think for themselves, they speak their minds, and they don't give a shit what anyone thinks about them. They are in touch with their very source, most creative and powerful energy in the universe, the source of life. To certain people or groups or powers, the sexually awakened pose a real threat to the foundational ideas that keep people docile, controlled, and subservient and lost. They are a threat to the status quo, to lies, to bullshit, to social programming, to disease as a business model, and to being dependent on outside sources for what to think and do and how to feel. Instead, these people, the sexually self-realized, are self-sovereign, they are self-reliant, and they are awakened. People are much more programmable and controllable when they are out of touch with their vital life force energy, which is the very essence of who they are. I always say that people not in touch with their sexual energy are operating at a deficiency. If you were a ruler and you wanted complete obedience from your citizens, the first thing you would do after putting fluoride in the water, just like Hitler did when he took power, would be to squash their sexual selves and distort all messaging around what sex really is. All of the pillars of an obedient and unquestioning populace crumble in the wake of a sexually self-actualized individual and society. How? Why? As I always say, sexual energy is life force energy. This is the energy that creates new life. As living creatures, we have an infinite supply and source for this energy via our genitals. Wisdom, power, rejuvenation, instant healing, and spiritual enlightenment all on tap. Bottoms up, kids. This is your power drink. But this knowledge has been burned and hidden for millennia. It has been shrouded in shame and it's been made out to be something that it's not. What if you looked at your sexual energy as a fuel, like food, as something that you needed to plug into daily as a way to keep your engine going? 
Let's assume that's the truth. Sexual energy is an infinite source you have access to, which is both healing and regenerative and also a direct highway for you to tune into chi, prana, the universal life force energy. Look at the Christian origin story of humans. Baked into that whole narrative is the idea that sex, or an awareness of our own sexuality and its power, has been responsible for the very downfall of the human race, or our fall from the state of heavenly enlightenment. Well, they almost got it right, but backwards, or as I would propose, got it deliberately backwards in crafting the narrative. It's the conscious awareness of this power that keeps us in these heavenly states. I often see amongst people in the wellness world how they can be open to all kinds of radical ideas and healing modalities and the wildest conspiracy truths, eh, not theories, yet are still stuck in this old paradigm around sex. They still see it as something dirty and impure because their own programming, wounding, and unconsciousness around it blinds them to its true purpose and power. And this then makes them blind in many ways. I assert that any person can only evolve so far without an awareness of the truth of what sex is. How many of you remember the ancient city of Pompeii? So this is the one that was buried by the volcanic eruption of Mount Vesuvius in Italy. I studied this in my sixth grade social studies class. We saw photos of mummified people preserved by molten lava and ash. What we didn't see and what we weren't told is that Pompeii was a glorious city of cock. I'm serious. The whole city was a testament to the beauty and the power of cock. Cock was everywhere. Cock was inlaid into the cobblestone roads. There were giant statues of cock in the public fountains. There would be there would be men with these giant penises and water streaming out of them into the fountains. They were cock door knockers and wind chimes. Cock was worshipped and celebrated as a power source. It was used as a talisman, an amulet for protection, good luck, fertility, you name it. Everywhere you looked was cock, except in the modern history books. There are plenty of cultures who also did this with yonis as well. Sculptures and art and paintings and caves, all communicating the great power of the pussy portal. This burying of the power of sexual energy is a great metaphor for what has happened today. I've spoken about my own journey into sacred and powerful sexuality, and you can hear me speak more on all of this in my inaugural podcast episode, Origins and Orgasms. I share on how my own intuition and experiences told me that sex was a power source and a gateway to other higher dimensions of consciousness. Then, in my early 20s, reading about ancient Taoist and tantric sexual practices was 
this amazing affirmation of all of the things that I had been learning on my own, in my own bed and with my own body, that sex was medicine. It was a doorway to enlightenment. It was used to heal. Ancient Taoist physicians in China would give people prescriptions of sexual positions to heal their ailments by angling their bodies to direct energy to different orgasms and body parts. They could heal them with this powerful life force energy. They mapped out sexual reflexology zones in the vagina and on the cock. They practiced vaginal weightlifting with the jade egg and cock weightlifting with the idea that having strong, sentient, articulate genitals were essential to good physical, mental, and spiritual health. Pretty amazing, hey. So then Confucius in China came along and was all like, fuck nature, let's dominate it. Nature's dumb, we're smart. And then everything changed. And that translated not only into the idea to override nature rather than looking at the inherent patterns within it as clues to our own growth, but also to dominate, overrule, and silence the messages of our own bodies. In India, tantric practices were used similarly to to consciously tap into this energy and instead of ejecting it out of the body unconsciously, to redirect it and bring it back into the system, using it to revitalize us. It was also channeled into the higher centers of consciousness to help us to ascend, like a spiritual ladder, if you will. Again, this knowledge and these practices were squashed, but somehow little trickles of them miraculously survived to be spoken about today. So my ultimate question to people is, are you using sex as a means to get more conscious or to go unconscious? Do you use sex to awaken or literally and figuratively as a sleep aid? Does sex give you energy? Is it immensely pleasurable and does it change your life? If not, then you're doing it wrong. Most people are sold a lie about sex. They are, they are told that it's dirty and dangerous and lustful and it will kill you or get you pregnant. And they are told that it's not an important part of a relationship. They're shamed when they enjoy it or they want it and when they're listening and tuning in to their own natural desires. This programming has even gone so far as to tell us that what is meant to be the most sexually pleasurable and ecstatic experience of a woman's life, indeed the biggest orgasm of a woman's life, is supposed to be painful and torturous. I'm talking about childbirth. So where does the biblical mythology go on this one? We have to punish the hoes for being hoes and make women suffer in pain to have babies because they be hoes. Yeah, so get fucked. This could not be further from the truth. Uh, For more on that, I'd like you to check out my birth orgasms video on YouTube. So instead of the truth about sex, what we've had is a massive campaign to smother over the true power of it and convince people that it is something it is not, to hide its true potency and thus to get people to disown theirs. The great irony here is that the most powerful resource people 
all humans have available to them is literally at our fingertips. And instead, people are programmed to believe that they cannot possibly heal themselves or attain spiritual grace themselves, that they must seek these things outside of themselves. Have you ever heard the parable about the farmer who goes off on a journey to find this fabled land which has diamonds, diamonds everywhere? Like he he hears about his friends and fellow farmers and they go off and they buy or find these plots of lands and they're all just filled with diamonds. So he sells his own land plot and he uses the money to travel the world over in search of these riches. After years of being away and being unsuccessful, the man throws himself into a river and drowns. Meanwhile, the man who bought his property one day discovers one of the largest diamonds ever found. He then finds that his entire property is full of diamonds, the very same property that the original man sold, which was teeming with acres of diamonds. Most of the messaging that we do receive about sex in our culture is also very distorted. So in the media, pop songs, advertising, instead of it being presented as a profound and powerful experience, it's portrayed in a very low-grade, offhand, ultra-casual way. Sex is cheapened. We've got rap songs and pimps and hoes and women who seem all too willing to trade some ass for some cash. Tits and ass in this very bizarre message of sex being everywhere and selling everything from potato chips to pickup trucks, but you aren't actually allowed to have it and enjoy it. Pretty fucked up, yeah? So it's fine to have these very low vibration presentations of sex. You know, we see that this with the prolific amount of porn out there, but any kind of higher education or ideas about sex are restricted. So why is that? On Facebook, for years, women were banned from showing photos of themselves breastfeeding, but Hooters type, hey, look at my titties pages were completely fine. Why is that? As someone who has existed in the sexual realm for decades, I have seen all of this firsthand, this distortion and censorship of the truth about sex. So I've spoken in my last few episodes about freedom of expression and the freedom to think differently, the instinct to question when someone or a group is deliberately lying to you in a bid to steal your health, your money, your privacy, your freedom, and your energy. When you are a docile worker bee who blindly trusts that your employer, your political leaders, or your social group have your best interests at heart, or you believe that you believe all the reasons you're given why you can't achieve something, you are relinquishing all personal responsibility and power. With power comes responsibility. But if If you start to break free of this and you realize that, and this is one of my favorite mantras, there is always a solution, you begin to use your voice to question authority figures, to rise up above the crowd, to speak up and to expose lies and hypocrisy. Maybe you even lead a revolution. 
I have with my vagina, the vaginal lift heard round the world. Now thousands and thousands of women have high libidos, gushing vaginas, and multiple orgasms. Thousands and thousands of men have cocks and balls of steel. Hundreds of thousands of men and women have chucked their drugs, declined their surgeries, and healed themselves. Viva la revolution! Imagine if you could do all of these things just from the power within. You can. The truth is that sex shall set you free. Having a clear, powerful, unobstructed relationship to your own sexual power makes you unfuckwithable via lots of great and powerful fucking. So let's define powerful fucking. This comes back to my barometric questions. Is sex giving you energy or taking it away? Is it waking you up or putting you to sleep? Conscious gourmet sex is a super highway to source. It is a giant reset and recalibration of your system. La petite mort, the little death and rebirth. The highest use of sex, the kind of sex that is being hidden from you, is via a connection full of love and openness, where your heart and your genitals come together and you combine the high vibrations of love, openness, and the life-giving power of sexual energy. When you have this kind of sex, you emerge reborn. You catalyze all kinds of negativity and trauma even ancestral trauma within yourself, and you rebirth that into your latent power and allow that to emerge. You experience a total renewal and cleansing of all of your cells, and I would say even your karmic attachments, this extremely potent soul recalibration. The deeper the orgasm and the connection, the more the reset and the rejuvenation. You have elevated your vibration because you have tapped into source, energy, and power. You remember who you are. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, subscribe and also leave a review and send someone else the gift of a healthy libido and an off the charts love life by sharing this episode with them. We'll be back next week, and in the meantime, many happy orgasms.